0: With Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates,
1: Alberta injury lawyers. Go to JamesHBrown.com.
2: Okay, Panthers have retaken the lead against the Hurricanes. Lomberg with his first of the playoffs. 8.33 left in the second period. Florida, 3. Carolina, 2. Panthers going for the sweep there. We got the Blue Jays losing tonight, 7 3 on the road against the Tampa Bay Rays. Elks home on Saturday preseason game. It's on six thirty, Chet. Twelve thirty countdown to kick off with Brendan Escott, and the game at two. And the uh, it's this. It's already here. The uh, weekend for the Edmonton Stingers to get the CEBL season going. So perfect time to welcome the Stingers' president, CEO, and owner, Reed Clark, back to Inside Sports. Hey, Reed, how's it going?
1: It's doing great, Reed. Thanks for having
2: me. Appreciate it. Yeah. So tell us what's happening. Is this this home and home with the new team this weekend? What's going on?
1: 100%. 100%. We're kicking off uh, our fifth year in the Canadian League Basketball League uh, with a home home against the new dreaded Calgary Surge. So we're going to be there on Saturday at 4 o'clock to open up their season and their franchise. And then we'll be back home at the flair lines Hangar at the emton Expo center at four o'clock against the same team so it's a home and home to start uh, to start the season off
2: all right so sunday the 28th at four at the expo center uh I, I know we have plenty more to talk about but i'm just making sure people get that uh are there are Got there it. tickets left how could people get tickets if they want to go
1: the uh, game's been sold out for a while.
2: Okay, uh, so, so we, there are we not tickets those, left.
1: <laughs> there are not tickets out there. Uh, we play on Wednesday, May 31st. So we're, that's kind of our season tip-off uh, game. So we do have some tickets available for that. Those are moving pretty quick, too. So, I mean, it's great to see the excitement and, and everybody really responding, supporting the Stingers this season.
2: Uh, and, and and the great – I mean, you guys have done a great job. First of all, and I've said this several times – and, and because of where the games fall, I, do, I, I will admit I don't get to watch as much as I would like sometimes. But the CEBL is, is great basketball. It, it's fun to watch. There's a lot of action. I like the, the ending that they do where you got to hit a target score yeah. uh, once there's four minutes left. That's been fun. And plus the stink, because what, two championships in four years for you guys? So that's Yeah, yeah. It's not bad. So it's been all around successful. The league's already expanded. But you guys aren't just saying, like, well, hey, come watch us play sports. You're doing stuff in no. the community. So I, I want to touch on a few of those things. Read some of these well, I'm going to take you Back, but we haven't had a lot of time to talk when the Oilers were in the playoffs. Tell me about the Fresh Kicks program first of all.
1: Yeah, so Fresh Kicks is a program that we um, we just started maybe about a month or so ago, and it's it's with a partnership with Sports Central, and with that that's a great organization been around forever, and and they do a great job getting hockey equipment, getting bikes baseball gear to kids and, and we're just trying to find a way to get basketball um, shoes and then basketballs to kids so we worked with them we got a whole bunch of brand new sneakers under armor uh, from a good deal we have a united cycle and then we're providing the spalding cbl basketball to kids so re- really with that program it works like any of their other ones through sports Central kids can come get a new pair of kicks their new basketball don't have to be an organized team or any guy like we can just go out there and start shooting groups. we just want to get more kids accessible to the game
2: okay so that's yeah doing stuff with sports central i mean that's incredible so good for you guys and then there's also now uh, a charitable foundation for the stingers so what's happening with this
3: yeah, the
1: Stingers Foundation. So we just launched it today. Um, so really, we're, we're trying to take all the community things we've been doing really over the last year or so, uh, put them under one umbrella, the Stingers Foundation, put some money towards that. You know, we're already going to start off with $250,000 in the bank, that we're going to be giving to local charities and, and developing programs. And really, with, with our season being you know, pretty condensed, right? I mean, we've got 20 games, but it's in a short period of time. Um, we want to be doing things... 12 months out of the year we're only doing kids camps fresh kicks fresh hoops fresh nets all these different programs that we can and this just kind of gives us that vehicle to do it so we see this being um really big and being something we can activate 12 months out of the year to to make sure we're getting basketball into uh, more kids hands
2: okay well awesome for you guys uh, doing that and and getting your kids playing that's incredible stuff um now you sent me something like, like I don't know if you were if this was aimed specifically at me, Reed, or but okay. you sent me this thing like, "Hey, buddy, I want to talk about the five dollar beer and a couple, oh, yeah. other, couple yeah. other things," right?
1: <laughs> okay, so let, let, yeah, so I, I honestly, we're doing so much here, in for, for our game day experience. We, you know, people have been to our games, love it, and tell us we're doing amazing things, and I appreciate that. But this year, we're taking it to a whole another level. So, I mean, the home opener is, is sold out, sold out. Like, to, I'm. I'm Putting people, I'm making new seats in the expo center to find room for that. So if you got a ticket, you're going to enjoy it. But we're going to do this for all of our games. We've got five dollar beer, which is a great deal compared to you know some of the other arenas and, and games. that I won't call them out for what they're charging, but we're going to be five dollar beer. We got five five items under five bucks food menu. We're talking chicken fingers, pizza, hot dogs, fries, slushies, all that kind of stuff every game. Um, For our first two games, we have free parking at the Expo Center. They've been great partners with us and work out with them. So, um, on top of that, we're doing uh, free courtside haircuts every game, free shoe shines, or get your Jordans or Nikes cleaned every game. And yeah, so we're just, we're trying to kind of eliminate any sort of barriers that people have for coming to the game and, and making sure that everything else that I can, I can't control exactly what happens on the floor, Reed, but everything else is going to be a crazy fun experience. And, you know, the DJs back actually two DJs this year, we're going to have, uh, we're going to do up to 10 fan tosses a game. So mini balls, t-shirts with gift cards for some of our favorite partner restaurants around the city. So compare that to, um, some of the fan experiences you see around the city and that's why i tell people this is gonna be the best sporting experience in the city by far
2: all right well that that sounds fun uh and you you, now you mentioned on on the court and 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 as we referenced earlier it's been pretty good on the court for 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 you guys uh but tell us about uh you know this year's club is is there continuity are are there some new faces Uh, you know how are you feeling about the team that's going to play
1: yeah i feel i feel really good about this squad this year so so returning uh we've got a here who's who's uh who's coming back just a great season in in first division in germany so he's come back i thinkka peter mcneely who's been with us from the start um we also have Brody Clark coming back. He had a great year in Poland this year. And then uh, Santos come back, who's our U-sport player, and, and he's balked up and just came off a great year in New York. So we've got four guys returning to have the, that continuity. Then as we round out the rest of the roster, we got got um, – we got some really talented players who are joining us. Uh, um, a couple of great Americans. Uh, uh, we've got a guard we just signed, uh, Chandler Valerian, who's going to be good. Um, Carlton Bragg Jr., who had some time at Kansas. uh was in Turkey. Uh, and then we got, um, I think, probably the first player from Lithuania who's in our league, um, Marty Varnas, and he's... Uh, He's gonna be a great addition. So I, I I like our matchup. Um how you know now head coach uh Jordan Baker recently retired, has got everyone he I mean, he wants everyone playing kind of every position and a lot of rim runners, everybody can shoot, you know, some things that we really want to identify and step up our game this season.
2: Okay. Well I'm looking forward to it. So Sunday at four is the first game. But it's sold out, which is good. And then people can go Wednesday, uh, 7.30 is the next. Is that the Niagara River Lions? You know I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I love their the name, Niagara baby. River Lions. And is there still, are the Honey Badgers still
1: in the league? Yeah, you know what? I'm actually watching on TSN four and five right now. Is the Honey Badgers are playing the Ottawa team? So, oh nice, this is okay. the first time it's been on TSN TV.
2: So, <laughs> okay, perfect. I, yeah. Okay, thestingers.ca is the website to get the schedule, learn more about the players and all the promotions. Reed was talking about. Hey, uh, love having you on the show. Uh, keep in touch, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad Jordan's coaching the team. As as you know, I've known him since he was playing at the yeah, U yeah. So we'll have to be getting him on throughout the season as well. Really appreciate it.
1: Anytime, and we'll see you down the hangar this season.
2: Absolutely. That is Reed Clark checking in, president, CEO, owner of the Edmonton Stingers as they tip off their CEBL season in Calgary on Saturday. That's the new team, the Calgary Surge their uh logo appears to be some sort of a bird and then they host the surge on sunday at four at the uh at the expo center so uh off and uh off and running are the edmonton stinkers and the cbl has been good i mean a lot of these leagues come in they don't you know they don't last very long or if they do last they don't do a very good job like you said the uh the stingers are sold out for their first game which is really really cool okay Uh, You can get in touch, 780-496-0063. we got a little more on the uh, Elks, a player who had a huge game on on Monday. We'll learn a little bit more about him, and uh, we'll catch up on some of your messages to the show, too.
1: Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law.
2: this is a great track tina turner who has passed away at the age of 83 that's one of my favorites and a good song that you hear uh used in sports arenas or sports montages from time to time the best by tina turner yeah just uh, an awesome career for her and a lot of people listening to her music today inside sports on 6:30, 30 chet A name to remember for the Edmonton Elks, and if you see the name on paper, you're going to remember it because you might assume that it's a typo when you first see it, and that is receiver Maurice French, and it is spelled F-F-R-E-N-C-H. It has a double F at the beginning, a capital F and then a small F. Maurice French, who was uh, talking earlier today about dealing with that long lightning delay in Calgary on Monday.
3: Just keep stretching, have food in there, you know, talking to the team, keep stretching, keep stretching, get some fluids in you so we can stay prepared. All right, what are you eating in there at halftime? You have fruit, granola bars, water, Gatorade, all that type of stuff. And I'm guessing post-game you're pretty hungry? Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) For sure.
2: Yeah, Yeah, uh, Morley Scott talking to Maurice French, who also uh, commented on his training camp so
3: far. It's been a grind, you know, it's uh, like I said, it's different football for me first time being in the CFL. So it's definitely a grind. Got to study, stay in the book and stay on top of things because practice ain't no joke
2: yeah Maurice French uh, had uh, looks in the NFL with the Chiefs and the Chargers played college ball at Pittsburgh uh, listed at 5'11 around 200 pounds so uh, keep an eye on him as he pushes for a spot in the Elks receiving core which might be the strength of the team so uh, it's going to be a a tough road for him but uh, doing a decent job through camp so far head coach Chris Jones with his assessment of Monday's loss to the Stamps
3: again, we left 22 guys back and, and we took the, a lot of the rookies and, and guys that needed the reps to to be able to evaluate them, and we used that game strictly for that, and I thought uh, I was really proud early. I thought that uh, offensively we did, did a real nice job in the first half and, you know, we were able to move the ball successfully. Needed to finish more drives certainly, but, uh, you know, we, we uh, gained possession of the football. We kept possession of the football a lot in the first half and kept the ball away from their offense. Uh, again, unfortunately we uh, lost the turnover battle 2-1. to one. Uh, We lost the, uh, the penalty battle 8-4. Uh, we put the ball on the ground. Unfortunately, in the wrong position, too, we fumbled in, inside our 25-yard line, so they score points. So that's kind of the difference in the game.
2: Okay, and uh, overall, though, Jones said he was fairly happy with the offense.
3: Again, I was really proud of the way that uh, that the front played. I thought that uh, 2-2 ran the ball really hard between the tackles. Uh, I thought the quarterbacks uh, managed the the game pretty well. Uh, You know, we didn't take you know time counts and that that type thing. So I was proud of the the, that part of it, that aspect of it. We had a a few snafus, special teams wise. That's normally the case when you when you take a bunch of new guys (laughs) to a game and you don't have like an A group uh, punt team. All
2: right, so a little bit there from uh, Chris Jones as the Elks get ready for their game coming up on Saturday. Preseason tilt against the Bombers. This kicks off at 2 at Commonwealth Stadium. Our countdown to kickoff on 6.30. Chad, will commence at 12.30. 780-496-0063 is the CertainTeed Hotline. The pros' choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems, CertainTeed Pro all the way. Uh, we've talked some Elks. We've talked some hockey. We've talked some sports cards. We've talked some basketball tonight on the show. Kellen, uh, what are people talking about writing in there?
0: Oh, all of the above. So let's go to text with all of the above here. So we'll go with uh, Frazier, who texts in. wants to talk playoffs here with this one. He wants to talk about the subs- suspension uh, that was leveled against Jamie Ben earlier today. He says So Ben's was a hockey play, a dirty hockey play, but Petro Angelo's was malicious coming from the other side to two-hand a guy in a wrist. Ben deserves a two. petrol should have had free. My opinion, that's from Frazier.
2: Well, look, I, I, I think even people outside of oil country and Pat Steinberg, uh, one of them, who was on the show in the last half hour, it, it seems pretty much unanimous that Petrangelo should have got more than a game. And, yeah, you know, what, about 90 seconds left in a game that they're going to lose, and he makes a beeline for one of the Oilers' best players and slashes him on the arms. I mean, yeah, it wasn't a hockey play. Certainly appeared to be intent to injure. That one was confusing. And... Yes, I, 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 I'm I, an Edmontonian, and I, and I cover the Oilers, so I suppose you can accuse me of bias if you want, but it, to, me, to me, that's clearly the, the, a dirty play. The Ben play was pretty, I mean, like Steinberg was joking about, he's not breaking his fall. He's driving his, yes. his stick into Stone's neck. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, I guess if you say you don't suspend people in the for as long in the playoffs okay then two for ben but certainly should have been two for petrangelo i i, I think that that's kind of the consensus out there anyway
0: mm-hmm. and along a similar lines here arms texts in and says uh, lol at george peros why not one game when petro got one that's for, from uh, arms war
2: well and that's the thing like you could just say well everything i mean maybe the nhl should do that guys I mean, look, I'm being a little cheeky here, but maybe the NHL should just say, yeah, you can't get suspended more than a game. Do whatever you want. Or just say, okay, the first time you do something that is suspendable, it's one game. Doesn't matter what you do. If we decide it's a suspension, it's one game. The next time, it's three. The next time, it's six. And then the fourth time you do it, it's 10 or whatever. So they're not even worried about how bad the act is it's just if you're a repeat offender you just keep getting more games i don't mean that might be more i'm not i'm not advocating for that but it might make more sense and be less frustrating to fans than what they do now if if they just said okay your first time it's a game Mm -hmm. and maybe it resets every three years or something like that but yeah it, 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 it wouldn't be perfect but it might be less confusing than what we have now
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Moving to the Elks now, Uh, Daniel in Sylvan Lake in and says, just want to say thank you for having my favorite elk on the show, and I pray you find a way perhaps to make it a weekly thing having an Elks player on. Thanks again, Daniel in, uh, well, Black Vault.
2: Oh, Black Vault's great community. They got an AGHL team now. Well, we try to have an Elks player on every week uh, during the season. I don't know if we quite hit that goal depending on the schedule in terms of getting an Elks player as a guest, but there are always Elks players uh, being heard on 630 Chet because Morley and Dave are always getting interviews at, at practice and things like that. Aaron Grimes, uh, he's always fun to talk to. He's a good interview. He's a smart guy. He's, like I said, when I talk to him, he's optimistic. He works hard. He's passionate. I hope he. I hope he has a big bounce back season after the injury.
0: Mhm. Uh, another quick hockey card-related one here, Reed. Uh Somebody texted again, didn't leave a name or anything like that, but basically asking, does value drop off after the rookie?
2: Yes. Yeah, and that's the thing. Uh, I think the last time we had Wayne Wagner on, he said the, the rookie card is always uh, – th- maybe there's an exception. I, there probably is, but generally the rookie card's – that's the most valuable card a player is ever going to have and i brought up the example okay two or three years ago whenever it was tom brady best football player of all time changes teams and i said the first tampa bay card must be worth something he goes well not not really it's it's the rookie card it's the first time a player ever has a card that's the one so yes the value would drop off after the rookie card Mm -hmm. short answer to that person's question
0: (laughs) <laughs> iMac texting it another quick one here on the Jamie Ben suspension and he says well at least Ben didn't skate across the ice with a lot more forethought that said Ben is and was a dirty classless player I wonder what his explanation was to Hyman after he chopped his, his stick out of his hand uh, and he puts in air quotations my stick fell and he also adds I hope Gary will be proud that the two dirtiest teams are in the final nobody will watch
2: it but relatives that's from <laughs> iMac <laughs> no, it, friends and family only Okay, uh, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Uh, I I haven't even thought about which are the dirtiest teams in the league. But well, if he's saying, I don't think Dallas is going to be in the final. No, but they, that play with Di, uh, uh, Hyman and uh, Ben was just kind of like weird by Ben. Like he knocks his stick out of his hands and starts punching him when he's bending over to pick up his stick. That, mm-hmm. yeah, that was that was not nice.
0: Nope, definitely not for sure. And Reed. Yeah, got time time for one more here. Yeah, do it. we still got we a minute
2: left. So uh,
0: David again. says, Player safety is a joke. Do they even care about the safety of their players based on their perceived poor and incompetent officiating and lack of awareness for player safety? And he also adds, I will never purchase any NHL-licensed merchandise. That's from David. Okay,
2: can you get David a can't Ham t-shirt? I certainly since, can. Uh, we'll since get him since he's, one. he doesn't want NHL merch, we'll get him, we'll some, get him some inside since, sports yeah. merch. So uh, you, you get him the can't Ham t-shirt. Uh, um, oh, sweet! You're playing this classic. This is great. Well, but he makes a good point about player safety. You're supposed to be protecting the players, not protecting the players who commit the foul. And that is that is what Rob Brown always says. He he feels like that the you know that the person who committed the the, the crime, so to speak gets handled with more kid gloves than than the person who maybe got injured so yeah that's going to be an ongoing debate i do think there are some overhauls needed for sure all right so second intermission now panthers leading the hurricanes three two dave campbell's a producer of inside sports kellen kennedy your studio producer we will let brian and tina take you home